Welcome back to After Hours. 16-inch softball is Chicago's game, even though it's been battered around uh, unfairly, I think, by the jokers who run Grant Park. Coming to the rescue is Don, Don DeBat is now the official softball correspondent for After Hours. Don, how are you? You, you are chronicling you. the adventures in softball in Chicago as, uh, as artfully as anybody uh, it's now a big deal, don't you think, that uh, as your column in Inside Publications, uh, June 7th to June 13th, states, you say it in the lead, the 16-inch Chicago Softball Hall of Fame is resurrecting the once popular Mike Royko Memorial Softball Classic Tournament after a hiatus of more than a decade. Uh, give us a background, Don. Well, first uh, the Royko Classic, uh, though, as it started, uh, Mike passed away uh, in uh, 1998, I think, or 80, yeah, 88. And uh, uh, he was inducted into the 16-inch uh, softball uh, Hall of Fame in 2000. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, the, the park at that time, I think, Grant Park was uh, still very active. At one time... There were 300 teams playing at Grand Park. I know. Isn't that that is that that is something? I ran into a guy last night at a, a birthday party for some woman at a yacht club of all places, who all he wanted to talk to me about was softball. He used to play, and he was remembering that uh, it holds incredibly. Not that it's not active now, but incredibly fond memories for generations of softball players, doesn't it? I think it's it's not only the game itself, which is unique to Chicago, born in Chicago yep. in uh, 1887, and it you know to be a skilled 16-inch softball player, it, you you have to play for years to really develop the game, and uh, the fond memories probably happen in the competition, which is has always been top flight, but also at the saloon after the game. <laughs> of course, two bears together, and uh, they relive uh, past uh, victories and losses. Uh, uh, whenever Mike uh, Royko was a darn good softball player, and he hated to lose, and he always made sure he had uh, enough skilled players on the field, <laughs> with or without paycheck subs <laughs> on time. Yeah. In other words, a couple of it wouldn't hurt to have a, two or three double A players like Tommy Bonin, great player for the Strikers back in in '75, the year that, that uh, I wrote about that uh, you know column. Uh, that was the World Series of Softball in Chicago. This was a big, big deal. Royko, Mike Royko, was probably the the biggest promoter of softball uh, in Chicago. He loved the game. He, he was a damn good player. And uh, so he uh, worked out a deal with Tim Weigel, who was, like, I think, at NBC uh, mm-hmm. as a broadcaster. And Tim played on our team because he was a Daily News reporter before that. Right. And... And he and we had uh, you know uh, the Channel uh, Eleven came out. This is all, the whole the whole uh, World Series was played at the north end of the old uh, Soldier Field. Yeah, so yeah, five thousand people in the stand. <laughs> amazing, uh, amazing, and thousands more watching it on Channel Eleven. Yeah, and uh, Marty Robinson was the uh, announcer, and and uh, you know and Mike and, and Tim were doing the color, and I was. Because I wrote the softball team, the softball column rather for the Daily News in 1975. I worked in sports then. I was slipping them notes 
about this guy's a great player. He does, I was kind of like, I was the in, the softball intern on that on that day, but it was a great day. Well, what I remember, I remember distinctly about that broadcast was was something that uh, that Marty Robinson said. It, 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 someone came up to bat and he said, "You'll remember this too, Don." He said, "Well, in real life, in real life, uh, he's a fireman," and Mike said, "This is real life," meaning that, that and I'll never forget that. Uh, the do you I, I hate to dwell on this but do you you've got to miss playing Don has had you know knee operations and all sorts of other operations and and I don't think you can run the first base anymore can well, you you know what at least I can walk but you know when I played <laughs> I'm 78 years old and I played till I was 72 wow against against 20 and 30 year olds and they're, they're our team uh Chris the risk team, this is in addition to the Sun Times team and the Daily News team, we played on so many teams, it was ridiculous. The risk team became vintage risk. And my last three years, uh, we played at Horner Park and Treves Park by DePaul University, and we won six championships in the last three years. So wow. I went out. I went out on my shield, but I, but I, and I would love to play again. But I, I think uh, I, I'd be happy to hit a golf ball. Yeah, yeah Don. And, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just glad. I'm, I'm glad you can walk. That's all I would say. And your well, daughter, oh Amy, your daughter Amy was in here, and it was great to see her. And I'm going to keep you on all the way to the bottom of the hour and talk a little more about this uh, 16 Mike Royko Classic, 16 inch softball tournament. But do you see? Because you are, I, I think, the most articulate and observant. Uh, person out there in the world of 16 and softball do you see the same kind of young people playing in neighborhoods in the way that you and mike and uh and uh, and timmy even did years ago is there a new generation of 16 and softball players coming up what happens uh, what happened to the game really goes back to 9-11 at Grant Park, when they took away the parking, you know, yeah, and, uh, it, right. I said, there were three hundred corporate media police and mm. teams playing five nights a week, and tournaments were hosted on the weekends. Now, only fifty recreational and co-ed teams play in Grant Park. Only fifty, and th- this tournament, which was uh, the, the idea of Paul uh, uh, Paul Rowan, who's president of the Sixty-Inch Softball Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. he said he called. Me I said, hey, Dan, uh, I'd like to bring back the Reco tournament. I said, you can't do it in Grand Park. And he said, no, no, I want to I post this thing out in Oak Lawn at Centennial Park in Oak Lawn. Okay, suburban Oak Lawn. It's a beautiful park. Oh, it looks four diamonds. I'm, I'm looking at the map. Uh, it, the it, pinwheel. Yep. That's the concept. Now, you know, if they really wanted to turn Grand Park into a softball mecca, they need about three or four pinwheels in that valley, but that'll never happen, probably. Yeah. So, what happened? Why is it... Why is Chicago's game dying? Uh, there have been so many forces at play over the past decade. Uh, you know, it's, like I said, after 9-11, they took away the parking. Then they started these endless food and music festivals. Yeah, festivals, right. Et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, and now this NASCAR nonsense. What I think of it as NASCAR nonsense. NASCAR is the final nail in the coffin of Grant Park Software. I don't know if it'll ever come back. I hope it will. I'm hoping that uh, I've sent letters to the alderman. Uh, I know, and uh, haven't heard a word back from him. You didn't. You didn't uh, get. Who did you send it to? Was it Riley or uh, or uh... Riley? No, Riley is in charge of, of Grant Park. Wow. And I think he has a lot of. You know, his ward is uh, I think forty 
second. Forty second, yes. The entire downtown area with all the stuff that's going on. He has his plate is full, and I'm sure softball's sure. not sure. Wow. Okay, getting back, why softball uh, has started to go a little downhill? Uh, COVID had a, um, an impact on it. Of course. Corner saloons, the, the social magnet for for serious A and B level softball players, they closed. Yeah. Uh, my sponsor. 30 years for risk and vintage risk was Chicago Joe's. Sure. It was rare this year and <clears throat> building up complex on top of it. You know, so wow. And then at the same time, you've got the class D social co-ed and recreational games expanding sparked by the emergence of organizations such as Chicago sport and social. Mm-hmm. Now, the idea concept of that is you, t- you turn softball, classic old school softball, into a social meeting place for men and women. Okay, I'm not knocking that. No, no, but no. What they <laughs> what they should have done is have you you have the men meet the women in the bars after the game. Don, hold on for a couple of minutes while we get uh, take a little break, and I want to come back and talk more specifically about this, this Centennial Park. And for those of you who would like to go to the bar afterward, which is a huge part, it's called Uncle Bud's Bar and Grill at 9700 South Cicero in beautiful Oaklawn. We'll be back with Don DeBat in a couple minutes. Welcome back. It is possible, I suppose, sadly, that soft 16 and softball may never return to Grant Park because uh, NASCAR is coming and there's festival after festival. It is wonderful news that uh, on Saturday, June 24th and Sunday, June 25th from 9 a.m. to dusk at Centennial Park at 93rd Street and Oak Park Avenue in beautiful south suburban Oak Lawn, the Mike Royko 16-inch softball tournament again takes place. Don, there, and Don DeBat, who is the voice of softball, not just for this show, but in across Chicagoland, uh, there are a lot of teams playing in this thing, Don, aren't there? Well, I think they're, they're, they could have uh, spots for 24 at least. Wow. Brackets. Gonna be, there's going to be a, a recreational bracket, which would be like traditional medicine and no gloves. And then there will be a co-ed uh, bracket uh, with uh, uh, every co-ed team has to have four women. And one of my, my uh, editor at the at the Inside Publications said uh, he has a, he he plays on a co-ed team. He runs a co-ed team, and he said the women are the best players on the team. <laughs> a lot of them they get to wear gloves. And the girls can wear gloves, uh, but a lot of them are, are former twelve-inch college players. And if you had four really good women on your co-ed team. You got a really great chance of winning. I've never played on a co-ed team in my life. Yeah, I'm uh, sure. I'm sure. The, the spin on this whole thing, though, was you know the, the Mike Rickel Classic started in, in 2000. Mm-hmm. It went to about 2010, and Bob Egan, uh, the, who ran the Sun Times team, uh, he won the tournament five times in the ten years, and I think he was runner up three more times. He's he and I are going out to be uh, guests at the tournament. Oh. And I understand Rob Royko. Uh, Mike's son is coming out too, and he may throw out the first ball. Oh wow, wow! And I haven't seen Rob in some time. That's great. I had a nice day with him in that photo that the that, that they ran on uh, uh, the uh, Loop North News. My column runs online on Loop North News. He, next to Mike is his son. Yeah, uh, Rob. Yeah. Rob. He's, he's twelve years old. Uh, <laughs> you know, this thing <laughs> it goes on for decades and decades. But this is a beautiful place to play softball at Centennial Park. And, uh, you know, classic pinwheel diamonds, uh, manicured, uh, you know, infields and outfields. Everything's beautiful. 
And then, of course, you know, uh, the game, uh, they're going to play, uh, and, and I, at the minimum, they're going to have 16 teams. They'll probably have 24. Yeah. Uh, according to Paul Rowan. And, Paul, you know, I, I can't thank you. If you're listening, Paul Rowan, thank you so much for coming up with the idea. This is totally a, an idea from the, the, the 16 year Softball Hall of Fame, uh, which, by the way, is a nonprofit organization. Yeah, right, right, right. And, on donation, so uh, whatever you can do, and that, that that saloon, Uncle Bud's Bar and Grill, ninety seven hundred South. That's just that's such Omar. a. I'll be there. It's such a perfect name. You'll be there, you know, half the day, for God's sake. Uh, I'm going to be there. Gonna be, I may never come back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the uh, the Hall of Fame website is the number one six then inch softball hof.com for tons more information uh yeah paul rowan is really a good guy to step up like this don has been for some time uh working on uh he's one of the most talented writers in the history of chicago journalism but he's been working on a he's written a book about condominiums but uh more to my taste yeah tell me about it yeah yeah it helped me uh but he's also been writing a book about uh, the history of 16 inch softball in chicago uh, how's that coming, Don? Not to put you on the spot. Or well, I, two neighbor places slowed me down a little bit over the last couple of years, but I'm hoping to finish that book by September. It's called Chicago's Game, and it will have uh, a lot of. Uh, there's another book out there that, uh, called The Greatest Game on Dirt, which was produced by Al Mag of the Hall of Fame. His book is terrific. My book will be more featurey, more. Uh, let's say off the field stories. <laughs> oh, certainly. There's a, there's one there's a there's one great story that you mentioned in your in your inside publications column of this week about the uh, time that you write that in the mid seventies, Mike Rico also defended the historic game of barehanded softball when he filed a lawsuit against the Chicago Park District to prevent the blasphemy of allowing the use of fielders' gloves. In 16-inch games in Grant Park, Crafty Orico, you write, won the lawsuit with the help of testimony from Bernie Nystein, an old Westside Ward boss and former 16-inch player, who told the judge, gloves, the only time anybody on our team ever wore any kind of gloves was when they didn't want to leave fingerprints. That that so captures the, the whole... Aesthetic. When I never asked you this, Don. When did you first start playing sixteen inch? Well, I played it. I, you know, I'm a, I, I'm an old town kid, just like you. Yeah. Are. And, uh, I went to Newberry School in Lake Tech, but we used to play. Uh, you know, in, in, in Lincoln Park, uh, in, in the schoolyard, the gravel schoolyard at, at Newberry School. Yep. Uh, you know, on Art Orchard Street. <laughs> uh, I I played softball since uh, you know from from the age of ten or something like that. Wow. And then I played on my first team. I, I think I was 16, and, you know, you're supposed to be 18 to play in Minsley, but I got recruited by a team called the Ferrets, and I played at Margate Park, and I, I played second base, and I don't even think I hit 300, man, the first year. <laughs> but then when I got out of the University of Missouri J School, uh, I'm working at the Chicago Daily News. I hired a, at a J School, and uh, uh, my my very, very dear friend, Don Garbarinos. Oh, sure. Himself, Great guy. Said, hey, Don, why don't you put a a note on the bulletin board at the Daily News and, and tell them you're starting a softball team. And I, it was 1970. Wow. And wow. I put the note up, 
and within the hour, keep in mind, I started there in 68. Royko was such a, a, a calmest god. Oh, yeah. I, to to. I feel a hand on my shoulder, and I look up, and it's him <laughs> with a capital H. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says, lad, I understand you're starting a softball team. And I said, yes, sir, Mr. Royko. He says, well, here's how we'll do it. He uh, said, I'll, be, uh, I'll be the man. Uh, and you're going to be the captain. And like an idiot, I'm 25 years old. I yeah. said, who are the duties of the captain? And he said, well, you got to make the phone calls. you got to lug around this bag of bats and stuff. <laughs> and, oh, he says, there's perks. I said, what are the perks? And he said, you get to design the shirts. So I just took the masthead of the Chicago Daily News across yeah. the chest. And he said, oh, we have a sponsor. And I said, well, who's our sponsor? He said, Billy Goat Tavern. <laughs> so he put the Billy Goat button anytime on the back of the shirt. In 1970, and uh, Sam Cyanus, what a dear friend, and his, his uh, son Bill, has yep. been great for the years, and I love him. Uh, and that's how it all started. And we, and then that was the first year. And all we did was play pickup games between the newspapers and TV stations. And then Royko announces in 1971, we're going to start the Media Softball League in Grant uh, in Lincoln Park. So I, I ran a 12-team league there from scratch. We got permits and. I had every every TV station or four daily newspapers. Oh yeah, newspapers. Uh, the good Everybody old days, Dan. Wow. And, oh yeah, real good old days. And then we would go to the Billy Goat. It was it was a Sunday morning league, and then we'd we'd spend our time. I remember my son Eric. I was carrying him. He was only a baby. He was born in seventy one. I carried my son in a in a in one of those carry all things like a satchel. <laughs> and my wife. That's great. One of the things, Don, about, and again, Don's on to talk about the resurrection of the uh, Mike Rico Classic 16-inch softball, uh, Saturday, June 24th, and Sunday, June 25th, at Centennial Park in uh, Oaklawn. Don, it's great to always talk to you, and you are now the official uh, softball 16-inch softball correspondent for After Hours. Okay? No pay. No pay, but a beer every once in a while. Take care of your sweet self, will you? All right, honey. Take care. Take care. What a good guy.